Today is a pretty big day in Odin, Indiana. A new semiconductor facility is popping up. In fact, the ribbon-cutting ceremony for this plant is taking place today. And our very own Senator Todd Young, he's going to be there, and he's joining us live right now. Good morning, Senator. Good morning, Kayla. Good to be with you. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to I'm gonna need you to help me out here with a couple of things uh, to explain exactly what's going on here um, when this ribbon-cutting ceremony actually takes place. You're going to be joining Enhanced semiconductors for this ribbon cutting and I get that part but will semiconductor chips actually be built at this plant or what was this facility built specifically for? Good question. Uh, Semiconductor uh, chips will be built there, microprocessors. Uh, More specifically, if I could just step back, give me 10 seconds on this one, Kayla. Um, the, the, the trick in the chip industry is to try and shrink the number of, of uh, transistors that can be fit onto a, a piece of, of silicon, onto a given chip, so that uh, you can process more data and do more cool things with your computer uh, uh, with a certain amount of, of power going into that computer. And so... You know, some of your listeners are familiar with Moore's Law. Basically, you know, decades ago, someone predicted that you could double the number of transistors on a chip every two years. And that's roughly happened, which is why we've seen an explosive power in computing. So why I'm, I'm holding an iPhone right now, mm-hmm. and uh, the computing power in that would have required an entire room when I was a kid. Right. It was a supercomputer. And we're going to continue to see innovation in consumer electronics and military hardware and, and medicine, all kind of areas of life, just based on our ability to process more stuff, more data. So um, Enhanced has a very small role to play in that very large picture, as do the many companies that are starting to move to Indiana based on the incentives and science act. They are specialists in package manufacturing. Mm. It sounds boring. It sounds like they put stuff in boxes. But really, in order for Moore's Law to continue, you need to take these, these transistors, these electronic components, and start stacking them on top of one another, really manufacturing in a layered and very complex way. Well, Indiana's good at manufacturing stuff, and we can do that. So that's what we're announcing um, with Enhanced. Uh, in the Bloomington area over at Crane, and uh, you will uh, see really a, a center of excellence emerge, a, an entire ecosystem focused on advanced packaging uh, as it relates to microelectronics. So a couple of things. A, I, then I wasn't crazy for being a little bit confused and needing you to explain all that to me. And then B, I misspoke. I keep thinking today's Friday. The ribbon cutting is actually happening tomorrow on Friday. Um, that's right. I, I'd love to hear from you, Senator, because I know this has kind of uh, been something that's been at the top of your agenda. I mean, just how important really is this for you, for the state of Indiana? Well, you know, obviously, it's not about me in the end. So uh, this is really important for the country. We'll start there uh, because we can't be dependent on uh, countries we don't trust for key components in that very complicated supply chain, especially for those uh, advanced uh, computer chips that find their way into our nuclear weapons systems yeah. and other, you know, trusted microelectronics. It's really important to the state of Indiana. We've been making efforts for decades now to try and sort of change the composition of our labor force 
give people more options to stay here at home and earn a really good wage, and it shouldn't require a four-year degree. And so a number of these jobs are going to be uh, need to be filled uh, by enhanced. Uh, they pay more than $100,000 a year. They're technician jobs that you can train for at Ivy Tech and places like that. So really good manufacturing jobs on which you can raise a family, and we can expect more of that moving forward. For me, I'm really proud to be part of it. I mean, this is an incredibly popular initiative, but it also gives me an opportunity to work on something that mixes my interest in workforce issues with uh, my, my strong desire to, frankly, punch back and go on offense against the Chinese Communist Party. Do you, I mean, I kind of I feel like I already know the answer to this question, but do you, do you hope to see more of these semiconductor manufacturing plants pop up specifically here in Indiana and I guess really across the country? Oh, absolutely. And, and I think we will see some more big announcements. You know, I don't want to oversell this. Not everyone's going to want to uh, work in a semiconductor factory or probably even have an opportunity to. Uh, but if we can start building a bunch of these, you have an entire support ecosystem that yeah. will benefit. Plus, people will think of Indiana, which and they start thinking about hard tech and other physical things uh, in the technology space, not just apps on your phone. Uh, they're going to want to move to Indiana to develop those ideas, to uh, prototype them, and then to manufacture them. So that means a lot of good sustainable jobs for Hoosier families. Yeah, you know, I didn't really understand this whole ecosystem part, but you've really broken that down for us really well. And even now, I, I feel like I'm kind of starting to understand why it is so important. Really quick, Senator, I've only got you for 60 seconds, but I really do want to ask, I know you've also been at the forefront of really trying to work on artificial intelligence and ensuring that there's some some safeguards and some standards put in place. I did want to get a, a quick update of where are you at with your efforts? What's the status of your efforts? Yeah, quick check in on that because I know I've, I've sort of updated your listeners before. But so we've we've elicited the information. We sat down with Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and, and Eric Schmidt and some of the world's foremost mm-hmm. experts on artificial intelligence, uh, Republicans and Democrats alike, and our staff. We've taken copious notes. So now we're we're kind of voting behind the scenes, saying, "What do you think we should pursue? What is not a risk? What don't we, what don't we have to worry about? Where is there great uncertainty where oh. Congress should not act?" Uh, and 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 we're developing um, some legislative solutions. We're going to ask our committees uh, to do their work, and then ultimately, we're going to come up with kind uh, kind of a regulatory sandbox so that U.S. innovators have certainty. Um, as we continue to outcompete China and other countries in developing this industry, which will fundamentally change our lives, increase our wages, make us healthier, yeah. make us more productive. But there's some there's some downside risks, and that's what we're trying to manage. Well, we're glad we're glad you're on top of it, Senator. I'm way out of time, but thanks for making the time for us here on What Will You Have a Good Weekend? Have a great one. Thanks, Neil. That's Senator Todd Young joining us live here on Podcasts by Federated Media.